Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. My name is Rebecca Whitman, and I'm a success mentor. I believe there are seven pillars of success. Your spiritual life, your physical fitness, your emotional, romantic, mental, social, and finally, your financial life. When you get all seven areas in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I learned this the hard way. I've always made money. Unfortunately, I spent so much time making money that I never had time for the rest of my life. So, despite not having financial worries, I was never happy. I wanted romance, but I didn't have time to date. I wanted to be in great shape, but I couldn't find a moment to go to the gym. I wanted a more spiritual life, but I didn't meditate. That also takes time. I wanted to read great books and fill my mind with deep thoughts, but I never made the time. I wanted a great social life, not just going to work-related events. Emotionally, I was a wreck because my life was totally out of balance. Today, I earn more money than I ever have in my life, and I work only part-time. I have the relationship of my dreams. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. I'm spiritually grounded. I feel fulfilled mentally, socially, and emotionally. My life is in perfect alignment. This podcast will help you discover where your life is out of balance. My mission is to support you in achieving work-life balance so that you can have more fun and freedom in life. On my show, you will get to learn from experts in all seven areas of abundance. My guests have achieved tremendous success in their zone of genius. Are you ready to go to a level 10 in all seven areas of life? You got this. Hi, Rush Dorset. Hello. Uh, hello. It's good to be here. Welcome to the Balanced Beautiful Abundance Show. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. You have been such a great friend and coach and just support during my journey. And it was just such a no-brainer to invite you on the show because I know you've enhanced my life so much with your beautiful wisdom and teachings. And of course, I want you to share your wisdom with my listeners. My gosh, thank you so much for thinking of me and inviting me to join. And I love what your vision and what your show is all about. And I just resonate so deeply with this, with this message. So thank you. It's an honor to be here. So great to have you here. So let me tell my listeners a little bit about how awesome you are. So Rush is a voice coach, sound healer, and performing artist. She supports ambitious creatives in awakening their authentic voice, embodying their power, freeing their self-expression through her embodied voice method. What lights her up is seeing her clients connect with the power of their authentic voice, releasing their fears around self-expression, finding freedom and joy in their own voice. She received her master's degree in voice science and performance from New England Conservatory, her BA in psychology and music from Washington University in St. Louis, sound healing certifications from the Divine Resonance Center in Asheville, North Carolina, and she is also a certified yoga voice facilitator. She is passionate about sharing sound healing music and voice work as tools for self-realization. So you have, I had no idea you had a master's. Wow, you are a well-educated woman. So (laughs) let's, let's talk about 
voice. What what is the embodied voice method? What is that? Mm -hmm. Is that something that is your signature method or is that something you study? Tell us about that. Yes, yes, it is. It's something that I've developed over the years of teaching voice and facilitating and coaching transformation. And so what is what it is is basically it's a combination of systematic vocal technique which is, you know, the science of learning how to sing, the technique of awakening the voice, whether for public speaking or singing or self-expression. So, so systematic vocal technique plus transformational tools such as yoga, meditation, energy clearing modalities. And so all of that comes together because we are approaching the voice, the, our instrument of self-expression from a holistic perspective. So that is the embodied voice method. It's about embodying your authentic voice. So does it have to do with singing or is it more about stepping into your true power and expressing yourself authentically? That is a great question. And it's really both. It really is because both um, inform one another. So when we are in our authentic expression, we're singing so much more powerfully and freely and beautifully. It actually informs the vocal technique. And on the other hand, when we are singing and expressing ourselves, we're coming into the fullness of who we are. And so it's, it's a both and in that way. So is singing therapeutic for everybody, even if people don't think they have a good voice? Yes, it is so therapeutic. It's one of the one of the most beautiful, healthy things that we can do. And in fact, um, it's part of our humanity. And it's something that we get to reclaim for ourselves. I mean, if you think about it, our ancestors were always singing. That was just a part of life was singing together, singing in community, expressing. There weren't people that just didn't know how to sing. That's actually a modern concept. And so reclaiming that voice doesn't matter if you're a professional singer or have never sung a note in your life or if you think that you're off key or whatever. It's about embodying the energy of singing. It's about that self-expression and, and literally opening the throat chakra and the healing benefits that that has. And so when you're asking about, is it therapeutic to sing? The answer is absolutely yes. Um, and there's actually a lot of, you know, the physiological science behind it. One of the main things, maybe you've heard about the vagus nerve and, uh, you know, the vagus nerve runs through the voice. And so when we are actually you know, using our voice to vibrate and create resonance, we're actually stimulating the vagus nerve, which helps us stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest response response in the body. And then, of course, we're also practicing pranayama breathing, meaning we are learning to elongate the inhale and also elongate the exhale, which allows us to balance the hemispheres of the mind. It allows us to oxygenate the blood and create circulation. It's, it's very therapeutic on many, many levels. So how can someone start if they should they just turn on the radio or make a playlist of their favorite songs and start singing like how can someone start healing their being through voice? Oh, that's such a good question. So I would say the first step is really to give yourself permission. First, it's that mindset piece of I am allowed my and noticing and recognizing my voice is an instrument for healing because each of us has this instrument within us. And, and it's also the intention that we bring to the singing. Like I am healing myself. I am opening my expression. So that's number one is the mindset. And then number two to get started is yes, start playing a song, you know, play some of your favorite songs and sing along to it. Even, even if it means just humming a little bit, 
just some gentle, and I'll just share with you personally, um, you know, if I, you know, wake up one day and I'm like, oh gosh, I really need more energy or just not, I'm just feeling a little off, you know, I'll just start making vibrational sounds, just humming, toning, starting to awaken the voice. And it actually wakes me up and gets my energy going for the day. It gets me excited for things like this, like, you know, public speaking or sharing on podcasts, sharing a message. Um, it And so what I invite listeners to do is, um, and just a very simple practice, literally place a hand on your heart, take a nice deep breath. And then on the next inhale, and then exhale, just tone. Just a nice low hum and just feel the vibration, like let it connect you to your inner essence, to your body, to the present moment. It's like a meditation. Um, so that would actually be the first step is just that simple. And, um, you know, there's a lot of that comes into, you know, yoga practices. They've been practicing mantras for thousands of years for a reason. It's because these are seed sounds that allow us to focus the mind. Mantra meaning like mind transcender. So rather than getting lost in all the thoughts that we're having, it brings us right back into that present moment. Just toning a sound and listening, listening to what is what does it sound like? What does it feel like? So that would be the first step to creating an embodied voice practice. That is so beautiful. So tell us a little bit about your backstory. How did you get involved in singing and yoga and the healing arts. And I know that you also lead sound baths. So tell us about a little bit about your journey. Yes. Oh, it's been quite a journey. So where to begin? Um, so basically my background, I've always been interested in the, the human mind and human potential and some tools that we can use to come into the highest expression of ourselves. I think that's always been a driving force for me, a curiosity, a love, a passion, a calling. And so I um, have been singing most of my life. And uh, it's so funny. I actually <laughs> did not want to join. This is back in middle school. I actually did not want to join choir. I thought it was, you know, silly. It wasn't for me until I was invited. You know, just try it. Just try it. And I had that experience of falling in love with harmony. Literally, it was a transcendent, transcendent experience hearing those sounds around me and singing in harmony. And so that's when I was like, okay, this is something I really love doing. I feel, you know, a shift in my consciousness, even though I didn't know what that was at the time. And so I continued the call, you know, I continued my studies through my bachelor's and my master's programs. And I still am an active, you know, singer and performer and interpreter of works. And that's, um, you know, continues to be my calling. But then I, I didn't realize that I loved coaching and teaching. And that was my passion too. And I, I discovered that in my master's program when I started uh, teaching and taking pedagogy classes. What does that mean, pedagogy? Right. Thank you for asking. So vocal pedagogy is the field of teaching voice. Mm. So it's, it's how to, you know, awaken that voice in someone else. And what I loved about it was being able to listen to someone else's voice. And what, this is what we learned how to do in our classes. We learned how to listen to the harmonic frequencies present within that voice. And then to be able to diagnose, okay, what needs to happen here so that the fullness of the resonance can come through. And then we would offer practices and techniques for that. So I fell in love with that practice of deep listening and really the joy that comes from 
from a student feeling like, wow, that's my voice. Like, wow, I didn't know I could sing that beautifully. It was always there just with a couple of simple shifts. Um, so I love that process and it still gives me chills every time I experience that with people. And so then, um, you know, I started really going on a spiritual journey as well, all through my education. And um, I you know I studied yoga. I'm certified in a Tantra yoga and uh, that's a deep relaxation um, side of yoga. And the mindset that comes with that of being so present in the moment and being so aligned in our energetic body. And so then I became fascinated by, okay, what's the relationship between the subtle body, the energetic body and our voice? You know, our voice, if you think about the power of it, it's an energetic instrument. We, we can move people's hearts and souls with our voice. I mean, that is so incredibly powerful and and it's beyond just the words it's the tone it's the emotion it's the energy that we bring into it and so i became fascinated in my own practice and in other people like how can i support people in fully bringing themselves through their voice and feeling free to share who they really are and what their authentic message is and how can you know vocal practices plus energetic practices come together as a fusion to really help people come to this wholeness this integration so let's go back to mantra that's a beautiful story i always thought that was sexual yoga like i always thought sting did tantra uh, tantric yoga (laughs) totally like have a tantric yoga healer come over i thought that was like in a way like legalized prostitution (laughs) tell me me, i know we're doing a tangent but i'm just curious what is what is tantric yoga I'm really glad that you asked because I think that's a common misconception. In fact, I had that misconception too. I was like, that's just, you know, sex yoga, right? And so Tantra is is actually, it's a term for many different practices. So, so sexuality within Tantra as an umbrella is one of them, is, is one of the practices that you can use. But when it comes to yoga, it's literally a yin yoga practice. So, in, and why it's Tantra is because you're coming into really, really deep relaxation. Relaxation. And, and what that allows you to do is tap into the subconscious and then, you know, create new patterns and pathways. And so in a Tantra yoga practice, there is a specific sequence. It's usually 90 minutes to sometimes three hours long. So it's a long yoga practice. Like 90 minutes is, is kind of like a shorter version of the full practice. And what you do is really deep, long holds of stretches and poses with really deep breathing. And it just brings you into this like extremely amazing relaxation state where you can experience some reprogramming. So, so that's Tantra (laughs) and uh, it's, it's really incredible. So I think there's so much stimuli to listen to, right? There's podcasts and now there's clubhouse and there's audible and there's a million things on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon prime, but music and singing is so healing People used to just have the radio, right? Like it was easy. Like people would like just listen to albums. They would just like hang out at home on a Sunday and just lay down and like just listen to albums and sing. And now I feel like music has kind of been lost in all this other information since we're in the golden age of information. How can someone bring back music and singing into their life so they can get some of these beautiful benefits that you're talking about? Such a good question. It's so true. We have so many options out there. So how do we, you know, listen to the music that gives us the most benefits? Love that question. And so first I have, I have a couple of points of view on this. There's no right answer, but, um, 
But first is that notice how you feel when you're listening to certain kinds of music. Like let it be a mindfulness practice. So for example, I love all different styles. I literally, I love salsa music. I love EDM music. You know, sometimes I love like folk music, classical, all of it. And I noticed that it, it, uh, allows me to connect with different parts of myself. So notice that, first of all, and I would just say, you know, create a playlist of the music that you love and feel free to go from many different genres and sing along with it and connect with these different parts of yourself. That's number one. But the number two, to really connect in with the healing benefits. Um, And if you're really looking, wanting to look into sound healing, which is a very specific type of, it's not even considered music, it's more of like a therapeutic sound uh, experience and that actually contains very specific frequencies so um, what you can do is listen to people who are composing for example in 432 hertz Um, and that's actually a whole different topic that I won't go down the rabbit hole with right now but but basically there are certain harmonics that actually allow us to come back into homeostasis within the body because our bodies are resonating chambers we're mostly made of water sound and vibration allow us to come into um, you know an aligned state so just be be aware of of how that music you know is making you feel and then I would definitely recommend checking out sound baths and, um, and listen to sound baths with, um, first of all, Tibetan bowls and bowls that are, you know, made in, there's a whole proper way to make Tibetan bowls and a whole lineage with that. And unfortunately, there are um, a lot of bowls out there that don't have those healing frequencies. So make sure that the sound healing practitioner is trained, has studied with other, you know, healing artists and, and really knows their stuff about the instruments that would be Um, like, you know, do your research on that. Um, And then also, I personally love working with Crystal Alchemy Bowls. And that that company is um, Crystal Tones. They create really, really high frequency, um, I mean, high quality uh, instruments. And so I would recommend, you know, looking into those. So I don't know if that answered your question. Let's Um, talk about, uh, are you the 432, is that binaural beats or something? Are you talking about that? Yeah, yeah, good question. So uh, yeah, and there's a lot, I love that this is a new movement that's coming out. It's like, optimize your mind, you know, listen to these binaural beats to help you focus or come into alpha state or theta state for relaxation. And that's so wonderful. And so um, it basically, it's brainwave entrainment is, is what binaural beats help us do is help us in, entrain our, our, our um, frequencies of our minds so that we can focus um, more easily and we can come out of stress response. Um, and so you can definitely look up binaural beats, for example, on YouTube, you know, they have plenty of options there. Um, but the 432 is actually, and, and I guess a nutshell way to explain this is that over time, um, in, in music, basically people tempered the musical scale so that, for example, a whole orchestra could play together and be in the same key playing together. And so what that did, though, was it, it made the uh, harmonic, it made the intervals of the harmonies just slightly off. So it wasn't a perfect fifth anymore. It wasn't a perfect you know, octave anymore. And, and those intervals, those perfect intervals are actually what creates healing in the body and in the energetic body. And so 440 has been used over you know, hundreds of years now as a tempered 
scale. So A, the, the note A equals 440 hertz mm-hmm. is what that means. Um, and so coming back into music actually used to be composed when A equals 432. And that's actually the healing frequencies. And so the beautiful thing is that there's kind of a renaissance happening right now in music where people are understanding this and we're a lot more sensitive to the frequencies that we're exposing ourselves to. And so, for example, you can look up, uh, you know, music composed in 432 hertz. Um, and, and that, and the reason why 432 is a great one to look up is because it's not so different from what our ears are accustomed to. So it's not like the music doesn't sound all weird and everything. It's actually like, oh, this is just making me feel slightly more relaxed and balanced. Um, and what I've found in my own life is that the more that I listen to 432, the more I desire to listen to 432 and the more sensitive I am to sounds and music that are, uh, just not in the most aligned frequencies. So my sensitivity has increased. So if someone wants to start listening to healing music, they go on YouTube and is it four semicolon 32 or just 432? 432, just 432. Okay. I, I would recommend looking that up. You can also Spotify, you know, and the cool thing is there are, there are composers that are now creating their music only in 432. So you can start to follow them and, uh, that would be my highest recommendation just to start attuning yourself, like attune yourself to these healing frequencies and then notice what that creates in your life. You know, if you're more attuned to, okay, is this imbalance for me or is this not imbalance for me when we're immersing ourselves with those frequencies? That is beautiful. Now I have done some sound baths mm-hmm. and a lot of times I just fall asleep and yes. people are like, oh, well, it's still working on you. And then other times, you know, my friends are going with me and like, oh, I was tripping. It was like I was on LSD. I was like <laughs> through the galaxies on a magic carpet. Right. So is there any right or wrong way to do sound baths? And what can people expect? Oh, my gosh. Your questions are so amazing, Rebecca. Thank you. Um, So, yes. Yeah. So there's no wrong way to do it is the answer. No wrong way. And when you're going, it sounds like you've just had experience of going into really deep relaxation where you're literally passed out and you don't remember anything. And then you wake up and you're like, what in the heck happened? And that's actually uh, that's that's actually quite normal when you're being. immersed in that sound bath experience. I mean, the gongs and the bowls, they really, it's again, it's that brainwave entrainment and they bring you into a really deep state. And so what I would recommend, you know, for others who experience that, you're not doing anything wrong. You're actually really allowing yourself to fully receive to a, into a place where it's not about the mind, you're really, you know, fully allowing your body to receive that healing. And a lot of healing happens on subconscious levels and energetic levels that we're not fully aware of. So I would just trust that, wow, a lot of healing occurred. I don't know exactly what that is, but I can trust it. And you know what, if you have, you know, an an incredible experience and you're going to all these places in your mind and you're seeing the universe and the cosmos and it's amazing, that's great too. And you're talking to angels awesome and and i would say to go into any sound bath experience with no expectations because it's going to be different every single time and you will receive exactly what your body and your energy needs it's kind of like meditation like there's no right or wrong way to meditate just quieting the mind and being still whatever's meant to happen will happen 
Exactly. Exactly. It's that trust. And I, in my meditations, I also, sometimes I just pass out and sometimes I have like incredible experiences. So yeah. And it's all, it's all perfect. It's what my higher self needed. So is it as effective to do sound baths on uh, Zoom and YouTube as it is in person? I don't feel like it is because so much of it is like vibration, like shaking the cells of the body. And I don't think that gets translated Mm -hmm. online. So what is your opinion about that? Yeah. So it is an opinion because I actually haven't seen scientific research on this. It's a brand new thing. Um, but my sense is that it's, it doesn't give the full body experience because, you know, when you're in person, for example, listening to a gong and a gong has such rich harmonics and it's so full in resonance that it's, it's, it's moving through your physical body. Like it's actually resonating into your cells, into your organs, into your bones, like throughout uh, your body, as well as your ears, obviously. And so on Zoom, you don't get that same experience. However, um, you know, the ears can still obviously pick up that sound and the mind starts to calm and that does influence the rest of the body and does create homeostasis. So it is still very powerful online and um, it's still all about attuning yourself to that frequency. So I would still recommend sound baths online. And the thing to uh, make sure, you know, as a sound healing practitioner, I'm, I am looking into, okay, the microphones that can really pick up these subtle frequencies that can really trans transmit this sound in the highest quality. Um, and yeah, so fortunately, there are wonderful tools out there to support that process. That is wonderful. Well, this has been so great, Rush. I'm so happy that we got to connect on this wonderful platform, the Balanced, Beautiful, Abundant show, so more people can hear about your beautiful message. So how can my listeners keep in touch with you? Thank you. Thank you. It's been so good to be here. And I do have a free gift. So I have a vocal vinyasa practice and it's designed to help awaken the voice and align the chakras. And so it uh, comes from a modality that I trained in, which is called the yoga voice modality. And um, and so this training is, is based on that. And basically what people can expect is um, it's like a yoga class. So you're doing mantras along with your, vo- with your yoga asana, your movement practice. And it's all about breathing and toning and sounding using these ancient Sanskrit mantras. And so at the end of that practice, people feel really balanced and awakened and alive. And um, throat chakra is especially open. And I use this practice personally to warm up you know, warm up for singing or, or speaking. I was doing this practice earlier today, um, you know, so I have that link and you can just click on that link and sign up. It's free to receive that practice. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Rush, for being on the Balanced, Beautiful, Abundant show. Thank you, listeners. Please share this podcast with a friend. Rate us, review us, spread the word. We want to be a grassroots movement of spreading balance, beauty, abundance, and we rely on your valuable share. So thank you so much for sharing and sing your heart out today. That is my request for everyone listening. Find your favorite song on the internet and just sing your heart out. I don't care if you're in the shower, in the car, or with your kids, sing your heart out and you'll be amazed about how much better you'll feel. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you you again, Rush, for being on the show. And we will see you next week with another amazing expert.
Thank you, Rebecca. And thanks everyone for listening. Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing, can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget, stay balanced, beautiful, and abundant. It's cold,